I welcome you to Central Moments again. We're continuing through Paul's first letter to the church of Thessalonica. And he, uh, Paul has just recently received Timothy back from visiting Thessalonica and Timothy's debriefing with him. And so in this last part of the letter, uh, he's kind of discussing some of the issues. And obviously Timothy said, Paul, you, you know, you weren't there a long, long time, maybe only a number of weeks, a few months, and you just preached that Jesus is coming again so strong. We need to be ready for it. That um, there's a fair amount of confusion because enough times elapsed now that there's been a few people in the church. Maybe they were elderly. Uh, maybe they were killed in an accident. But there are a few people who believe in Jesus have died and Jesus hasn't come again. And they're not sure what's happened to those people. Like something might have happened that's not good here. And so this is what Paul's clarifying. So he says in verse 15 of chapter 4, according to the Lord's word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. So there are going to be some people die before Jesus comes that, that, that have died in Christ as believers. But he said, here's what I'm, I'm telling you. Not only is not something wrong, but everything's right here. In fact, they will precede us in resurrection. Uh, they'll precede those of us who are still alive when Jesus comes. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command and with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet call of God and the dead in Christ will rise second. No, the dead in Christ will rise first. So you don't need to worry about Christians that have died, uh, but Jesus hasn't come again yet. He said, in fact, they're going to beat you to it. They will rise first. After that, verse 17, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. God's destiny for us is not, is not that we live throughout eternity with the Lord as disembodied spirits. Right now, when we die before Christ's coming and the and the resurrection of our bodies. Right now, it's to be absent from the body, it's to be present with the Lord. We, we are with the Lord, that eternal spirit in us. But when Jesus comes again, our bodies are actually going to be resurrected, like Jesus' body was resurrected. And we will not live eternally as disembodied spirits. We are going to live eternally in these resurrected bodies. And I hope the Lord uh, fixes all the deficiencies in some of our bodies, at least mine. But 1 Corinthians 15, Paul puts it this way. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We'll not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a, in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at that last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we will be changed. Our bodies is going to reassemble the decayed atoms of our body and our bodies are going to be changed. For the perishable, that which dies, will clothe itself with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality. And when the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. I love this line. I often read it at a graveside service. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Death's going to be swallowed up in victory. And the true outworking of it is even our dead bodies are going to be resurrected if we're not alive when Jesus comes again. So God has an eternal plan for your body. That's one of the reasons 
for God calling us to sexual purity. God's got eternal, you know, it's not like, oh, who cares what I do with my body because my body's going to disintegrate someday anyway. But no, God has an eternal plan for your body. And it's not reincarnation. It's not eternal annihilation. It's resurrection. So, Lord, we thank you. We pray we'll honor you with our bodies while we live. But we thank you for hope. Lord, thank you we get... When, when fellow believers die, we grieve, but we grieve with hope. We thank you for the triumph of your resurrection. Help us to think rightly about our bodies. Help us to think theologically about the end times. And help us to think with hope about the resurrection. Ah, thank you for it. Thank you. You rose from the dead, and we too will rise in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.